Let's enjoy this ongoing message by Sam Adiemi. Some of us are taking over new territories in business. So today, some things must shift in the realm of the spirit. When you possess it spiritually, you possess it physically. And business is very spiritual. Let's read Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 to 10. Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 to 10. It's a passage of scripture we're familiar with. Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 to 10. Let's go. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only. Amen. Tonight is for strategic prayer for business. Strategic prayer for business. I mentioned a few days back about the medical doctor who had a clinic and then somebody fell sick in the neighborhood. They rushed the person into the clinic and within a few minutes the person was dead. A short, short while later they rushed another person in. The person died within a few minutes. And then a little while later, same day, the third person was rushed in. The person died. And the business died. Because then some people began to spread, you know, the rumor around the neighborhood that there was something wrong with the clinic. And if you went there, you would die. And then sometime later, somebody, you know, an occultic person in the neighborhood went to the doctor and told him, <laughs> we caused it. It was deliberate. We don't want you here. Take your clinic and get out of this neighborhood. Well, ideally, how should a Christian deal with that? Uh, You bind them. (laughs) Because the design that we have in scriptures is Matthew 16, 17. And these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. So the design is not for devils to be casting us out. The design is for us to be casting them out. Amen? And candidly, it is when you are not conscious of the fact that there's a spiritual dimension to business, that's when they run you around like that. You don't have to wait for them to come at you. You have to go at them. That's what we're doing here tonight. Amen? Amen. Some people find find this scary. We will go at <laughs> absolutely yes. Is it spiritual warfare is inevitable. You are in it. Whether 
you are interested in fighting or not. You are in a fight. <laughs> we wrestle. <laughs> so, you know, in Ephesians 6.12, it says, for we wrestle not against okay, flesh and blood. Some Christians like to put full stop after the not. <laughs> I don't like problems. For we wrestle not, okay? If I don't bother the devil, the devil will not bother me. <laughs> so they don't like it when we want to do spiritual warfare prayer and all that. Look, just let the devil be on his own. Unfortunately, he is not like that. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Good. So the earlier we take care of him, the better for us. He says, and these signs shall follow those that believe. In my name they shall cast out the... Wherever you show up, demonic activities should be paralyzed. That's why we're here. First, first John chapter 3 verse 8, For this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Not just so that he might hang around, have a nice time, and the devil will go on his own way. No, <laughs> we are here to destroy the works of the devil. You know why? Because Satan is using business to destroy people's lives. Every space that the church refuses to occupy, Satan takes over and from there launches his missiles to destroy people's lives. So, business is spiritual. Because money gives you power. Okay? Gives you the capacity to make things happen. And Satan doesn't want that. So as soon as Jesus came on the scene, the devil took him up. Showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory thereof, the influence, the power, and said, all these I will give to you if you will bow down and worship me. He knew Jesus came to operate in dominion. He knew Jesus came <laughs> to destroy. Jesus had the capacity to destroy his works. He wanted to get Jesus on his side. I should let you know. Satan wants you on his side. Okay? There is no middle road. There is no middle position. It's either you are for or you are against. You had what Jesus said once. He that is not against us is for us. There is no middle position there. So, business is spiritual because power is spiritual. Business gives you financial power and you can leverage that power to influence different areas of life. I find interesting Satan's offer. All of these I will give to you if you will bow down and do what? Worship me. <laughs> he wanted worship in exchange for power. Amazing. Satan understands the power of worship. Worship. The process of recognizing God's value. God's worth. Okay? You give God worship, he gives you value. It's an exchange. And Satan says, you worship me, I give you value. 
I give you power. <laughs> I give you the world. And some are still facing that temptation till tomorrow. Once Satan sees that you are positioned for influence, he wants to get it. Once God gave man dominion on this earth, Satan came to take it. He is an usurper. He's lost his own position. He's looking for somebody else's position to usurp. So anyone that wants to occupy any space, if you have any vision, any ambition, to have any measure of influence, then Satan will come for you and ask you to take your position. He offers success. Satan offers wealth. Satan offers power. I've heard people tell me some of the temptations that they have faced. People who have risen, some of them to the top of their career, and then they were due to be promoted to a particular position, and that was when someone spoke to them in the organization. This position is, refer, is only reserved for people that belong to our group, and the group is a cult. So, sorry, except you join the cult, we can't give you the position. Now, real life stories. Okay, I met someone that said, a young, young billionaire. And then, you know, <laughs> not even just one of them. I've met a few <clears throat> who have told me, you know, somewhere along the line, Satan strikes at them and then people make the offers. Okay, we can help you to resolve this issue. But you need to join our group. Okay. One of us told me that you know, a few people here, young billionaires, and then said, you know what? Now we candidly, we need mentors for the level at which we're doing business. But then some of the people that we approach in town tell us the mentoring can only happen when we join their group. And their groups are occultic groups. Amen? Good. So, Satan is interested in you when you begin to have some measure of influence. And you've got to take a stand. Jesus said, it is written. You shall worship the Lord your God and only him you shall serve. So, Jesus took his stand. <laughs> I'm not for you. I'm against you. Let's resolve that from now. Okay? Luke chapter 11, verses 21 and 22. Luke 11, 21 and 22. Jesus said, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted, and then he does what? Divides his spoils. So you want to take over some territory in business, even in your career. You want to prosper in a particular city. You have to deal 
with the principalities and the powers, the rulers of darkness, wicked spirits in heavenly places. The beautiful thing about this for the Christian is this is not a struggle between two equals. Your victory is already guaranteed. What is required is for you as a person to enforce your victory. You cannot afford to be casual. Amen? Amen. Some of the things that happen, and sincerely speaking, Satan comes at anyone that tries to do business, especially a Christian, through all kinds of things. And a lot of the time, we don't trace them. Yes, of course, there are challenges that may come because of our ignorance or level of inexperience. Fine. But even then, it is Satan that exploits the ignorance or exploits the inexperience. But Satan will do anything, attack your health, maybe attack your family, attack your relationships, create, cause slander, use regulatory agencies or government agencies to attack you, all sorts of things, to distract you, to stop you. If you understand the scenario, it's easy for you to deal with it. Amen? Amen. Listen, there are even sometimes offers that look beautiful, yet they are satanic. In Acts chapter 16, you have this interesting scenario. Acts chapter 16. uh, Let's read it from verse 16. Yes. Acts chapter 16. From verse 16. It says... Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. <laughs> Verse 19. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, these men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city. <laughs> yeah. You need to be disturbing someone. Yes, sir. And when they're getting angry, you need to understand why. On the surface of it, this, this looked good. They were men of God, They were ministering, and what this girl was saying was true. These are the men of God. She had been doing that. Fortune telling. You know, telling people about their future, about their problems. Perverted word of knowledge and word of wisdom. The gifts of the spirit perverted by Satan. You need to be very, very sensitive as a Christian. It is not everybody that tells you something that is true about you 
that is from God. This is very instructive. I understand. It's one of the easiest ways to get a person deceived. Once someone can say one thing that is true about you that you never told them, you can get hooked. You need to be very, very sensitive. Well, the thin hair, of course, is the money. On the face of it, it looks like a spiritual thing. These are the men of God that preach to us the ways of God. And they said that she had done that for many days. Paul and Silas didn't say anything. On the face of it, it looked good. Okay? But somewhere along the line, Paul picked it. Picked it. <laughs> Behind, they said that she brought her masters much profit. This was a money thing. Amazing. So all of a sudden, Paul just terminated that business. <laughs> He, he, said, he, just, he was angry and that anger was spiritual. Except he knew that it was demonic, he would not have been hungry. Right. Amen? Amen? Yeah, so there are circumstances that should get us angry. Mm. Angry in the spirit. Angry in the spirit. Not, you know, allow ourselves to be dominated. The obstacle is there. Sometimes the obstacle is a human being. <laughs> I, I, I had to go visit a government official once. The, the, uh, we were supposed to be friends. The way, or at least acquaintances. I thought I was going to meet someone that was on my side. The way he sat, the way he spoke to me, I wasn't seeing him. <laughs> what I was seeing was a spirit being. I knew. <laughs> so you need to be sensitive. You stinking devil. Come out of her. And they said the spirit obeyed, left her. The ability to tell people stories <laughs> disappeared. When her masters realized what happened, They arrested them. <laughs> they, arrested. they seized them and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. That's it. Reported them to the Chamber of Commerce <laughs> or the Federal Ministry of Trade and Investment or reported them to their professional association. That's what I'm saying. They can create a lot of problems for you and you will wonder where it's coming from. That's it. These guys create trouble in this city. Send them away. It wasn't a joke. They were imprisoned. <laughs> they were imprisoned because of what happened here. So, business is spiritual. That business had a spiritual origin. If anyone will further Satan's agenda, Satan will prosper the person in business. And there are businesses, conglomerates, some global corporations right now sponsoring satanic activities. Sponsoring values. Some outrightly, what they sell is destroying people's lives. Yet even governments protect them. So, 
We need to be conscious. Our business is spiritual. What I'm talking about affects whatever kind of organization you want to run, whether it's for profit or not for profit. Basically, if you want to run a non-profit organization, you better understand you are out to solve a problem in the society. Satan is not going to watch you go easy. This thing affects ministries, it affects churches, it affects businesses, and as a Christian, you've just got to be aware of what's going on. Thank God that my early years in ministry, I had read, you know, from uh, Pastor David Cho in South Korea, what happened when their church started and how they used to have a prayer meeting. The church used to meet in a tent. It was abandoned by the U.S. Army in South Korea. That was where they used to meet. Church started with five people. A woman who had been his classmate in Bible school and her four kids. (laughs) Those were the members he started with. And then they would have a prayer meeting every morning. Then he said, one night, something strange happened. It was in the dream of the night that he saw this creature. The creature, the upper half of the body was that of a woman. The lower half was a snake. And he said, this creature approached him and he knew the creature wanted to kill him. So, of course, he wanted to call the name of Jesus. He could not. The power of evil was so strong and so suppressive. He said, looking into the eyes of that creature, he knew the creature wanted to kill him. So, although he could not call the name of Jesus out, he began to call the name in his mind. He began to call Jesus in his mind. And he found out the more he called the name of Jesus in his mind, the stronger he got. The stronger he got. The stronger he got. Until eventually he was able to blot the name out. As he called Jesus, the creature collapsed. And he stepped on it and killed it. Um, and woke up. It was middle of the night. When it was morning, he went for the prayer meeting. As they ended the prayer meeting and he came out, he just saw this crowd of people. Crowd of people rushing towards his church. He, He said he thought that they were coming to overrun the church because there were a lot of people in the neighborhood that didn't like the church. But at the head of that crowd, he saw a woman. This woman had been sick, so sick she was bedridden. She was paralyzed. She couldn't stand up from the bed. And every day, he would go and pray for this woman and give her noodles. And it was that woman that had been bedridden that was walking ahead of the crowd carrying her child. 
when she approached the, cha- the pastor, she said, Pastor, thank you. Pastor, thank you. He said, for what? She said, you came to my house. You came to my house this night. He said, to do what? I said, you came. You told me to stand up. You told me to stand up and I stood up. And I was able to carry my baby. He said, no, I didn't come to your house. I was in my house. He said, no, 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 no. You came to my house. See me, see me, I'm carrying my baby. You came to my house. So he asked, so what time was that? When she said it, it was the exact time that he finished that ugly creature in the dream. So whether it's church you want to do or it's business you want to do, you had better realize that there's someone laying claim. Laying claim on your line of business or laying claim on the geographic territory. Laying claim on the lives of the people there. He said to Jesus, all these have been given to me. If you will worship me, I will give them to you. So for you as a Christian, you had better realize you are here to take over by force. You have to exercise your dominion, exercise your authority. I had read that. So the day I came into this city, that was what influenced what I did. I came in singing, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, Osana, Osana. And then stayed up till late in the night, and it was 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and I, I stood up, you know, in the room where I was staying with the family and prayed. Prayed in the spirit for some time, then stopped and said, Prince of the devil over Lagos, I've arrived. I've arrived. I did not walk into this city on my legs. I flew in on the wings of the Holy Spirit. I'm on assignment from God. I want to let you know I have arrived. And this city cannot take the two of us. I will run you out. I said, I'm glad to let you. I said, one of us will have to go for the other. And I'm glad to let you know you are the one. I will run you out of this city. The consciousness was important. Okay, that consciousness has to be important for you. There are are positions occupied by occult people in this country. And they are in a league and agreement. Nobody outside of their group will occupy those groups. Or take over those areas in their professions. But the ones that will take over have arrived. Yes, sir. You're going to do business and prosper. You had better be conscious of this. Because it's not only human beings that are demon-possessed. You're dealing with systems that are demon-infested. Where corruption and... You know, being wicked have been systematized and structured. In fact, where wickedness has been legalized, where wickedness has been worked into the legal system, you've got to be conscious of what you're doing. So, I believe that business is spiritual. In Acts chapter 19, the same Paul was at Ephesus. Very interesting passage of scripture. Paul 
goes to this metropolitan city. And knows what his role should be. Create structural changes in the city. And if you are going to do that as a Christian, you better understand that you are up for spiritual warfare. Okay? So we don't have the time to go through the whole um, passage. But we understand that he rented the school, the school of a man called Tyrannus, and for two straight years was introducing, teaching God's dimension based on the finished work of Christ. As people gained understanding and light shined on the city, it began to shift the basis of knowledge okay, in the city. And because, therefore, this teaching about Christ and his finished work displaced the old knowledge that controlled people's thinking, the Bible says, and of course, God backed up his word with the demonstration of his power. Because special miracles happened through Paul. So the Bible says that people gathered all their magical books. If you want to know the ideologies that drive a society, get the books. So, and because this old information had expired, the Bible says that they gathered all the books and set them on fire. They burnt all the books. Let me read from verse 19. Acts chapter 19 from verse 19. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burnt them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them and they totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. Verse 20. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Verse 21. When these things were accomplished, Paul proposed in the spirit when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. So he sent into Macedonia two of those who ministered to him, Timothy and Erastus, but he himself stayed in Asia for a time. Verse 23 says, And about that time there arose a great commotion about the way. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of Diana, that was the God that they worshipped. Brought no small profit to the craftsmen. You see profit again? Good. Verse 25. He called them together with the workers of similar occupation and said, Men, you know that we have our prosperity by this trade. Moreover, you see and hear that not only at Ephesus, but throughout almost all Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away many people, saying that they are not gods which are made with hands. So, not only is this trade of ours in danger of falling into disrepute, but also the temple of the great goddess Diana may be despised and her magnificence destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worship. 
Now when they heard this, they were full of wrath and cried out saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. So the whole city was filled with confusion and rushed into the theater with one accord. They seized (laughs) Gaius and Aristarchus, Macedonians, Paul's travel companions. Amen. See, it is this progression that I am trusting God to see. When God releases revelations in the church and the revelations only stop within the four walls of the church, something terrible is happening. If light is shining from heaven through the church, it needs to dispel darkness in every sphere of influence in the society, especially in business. This guy gathered people. He was only teaching. Amen? He was teaching. But the teaching was doing something. It was displaying some people, paralyzing some lines of business. Any line of business supported by occultic power is finished tonight. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. You cannot, as a, listen, we cannot collectively as Christians agree to complain and murmur like victims. Ah, ah, collective victimization. <laughs> oh, collective victim mentality. That is not permitted. This is the company of champions. This is the company of winners. Amen? Amen. Candidly. You don't do that well in business. You don't do business big without a dominion mentality, whether for good or for evil. And when you're a Christian, you must have dominion mentality. So, what Paul was doing, they said the summary of it was, so the word of God grew mightily and prevailed. Over what? Existing mindsets. Existing values, existing belief systems. What Paul was teaching overturned the foundation of what they were teaching. Don't be surprised, you know, when you want to begin to touch these areas, you want to touch money, you want to touch business, people react. That's the reason why. That's it, and saying, don't come here. Don't come here. Your business is church. Your business is, stay in the church, okay? Don't come here. You want to touch policies? Don't come here. If you don't want to hear properly, then Satan gives you a revelation. Politics is a dirty game. It's for pigs. It's for dirty people. Don't touch it. Just pray that you will go to heaven. Okay? Just go to heaven. <laughs> and then, we also will be singing, this world is not my own. <laughs> I am just passing through. Well, well, while you are passing through, they will punish you, (laughs) impoverish you, (laughs) and render you completely useless until they package you (laughs) and send you where you say you are going. (laughs) We should not be in a city and the city should be normal. Can you see the same, the same Paul moving from city to city and changing the rules, the rules of the game? Not only are we changing the rules of the game, we are changing the playing field. Yes. 